What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Breaking the Goal Line Podcast. I am your host, as always, Russell Goddard. And training camp is in full swing. The season right around the corner. Starting this weekend, we don't have another weekend without some type of football, college or NFL, whether it's preseason or not, until February. And uh, that statement, that statement is awesome. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I mean, I just keep seeing pads popping, you know, uh, rookies here, veterans there. It's just, we're getting close. We're getting close to the season. Uh, And we got, we have some things to talk about. Getting to some training camps, maybe around the league here. Uh, The NFL and Deshaun Watson. The NFL is uh, is appealing to six-game suspension. Uh, Colin, uh, Jesus, I can't believe I almost just said Colin Kaepernick. I don't know why. But uh, Hollywood Brown was arrested last week for criminal speeding. Arizona, a little drip, drip, drip here. Kareem Hunt asked for a trade. Miami gets a first-rounder and a third-rounder stripped from them for tampering. Trying to talk to old TB12 and Sean Payton. Little too early. So let's just dive into some NFL stuff right off the top. Let's get in. Uh, but first, before we do, go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, as always. And let's go. Let's just go. Okay, let's just get this Deshaun out of the way quickly. Look, I was I, I was uncertain that the NFL was going to, that Roger Goodell was going to appeal it, just because I didn't know if they wanted a lawsuit, if the NFL Players Association is going to appeal that and then take them to court. It can all get real messy real quick. But the bottom line is, Deshaun Watson, and I've, you know, I, when this came out, the six-game suspension, I said it fit the bill. And it fits the bill from what the NFL does in these situations. The past, that's why, I mean, I brought up Zeke, I brought up countless things on, on the pod last week. Hey, six games here, four games, five games. She, the judge, literally, what she said, Robinson, was I'm going off of what, what, this, what this company has done. And that's what it is. Now, Roger Goodell doesn't like it. Maybe he wants more. Maybe he wants to make more of an example. Kind of like, you know, it's not about your wrongdoings. It's how you kind of drug through the mud. The NFL brand. Like Phil Mickelson. I saw Phil Mickelson a couple days ago got suspended for two two years from the PGA Tour. Now, you could say, well, he's on the live tour now. But that means he can't play in any of the majors. Nothing, whatever. He, he, he's suspended. He's a lifetime member, so he's going to get that back. He's going to be able to go back. But... He's suspended not because he's going. He went to the live. He's suspended because he tried to recruit players that were while he was currently there. While they were currently there, he tried to recruit players. They suspended for two years. And if the NFL at the, and at the end of the day wants to suspend Deshaun Watson a year, okay, I, I somebody has to give on this situation. In my opinion, if you're Deshaun Watson, it's it's so stupid of you to appeal whatever decision that they come up with this year. Because you make $46 million next year. You only make one this year. So if you can't play this year, then, dude, I mean, I've never made $46 million. I've never had a million dollars. But I would eat the million dollars to make 46 in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Is Roger Goodell, is he going to do 10 games, 8 games? I don't know. But this is very, 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 very soon. Hopefully should all be done. And we'll see what happens. And let's say he does get a year. Deshaun Watson to miss two years of football. Who says that he hits the ground running coming back next season with the Browns, who Kareem Hunt requested a trade today, by the way? Who, who who even knows what that situation will be on that team or how he'll even be? Very interesting. Uh, it's intriguing. I'm excited to like. I'm, I want to see the Browns play a little bit. What's gonna? I, I, you know, how are they gonna look? But if it's, it, I, I, it's not gonna stay the six games. It's gonna be more. I think it's either 10, 15, or a season. 
But if you go 15, why don't you just go the season? It doesn't really make much sense. So I could see 12 maybe. But I think 10, maybe 12 is a solid number, if not season. And look, six games fit the bill for what he did. Non-criminal. All these other guys were convicted of domestic dispute, hitting their kid, uh, you know, uh, fights, gun charges, this and that. They're getting four games. Deshaun got six. But he lied to a judge. And, and as I was reading through, Sue Robinson's the the one that did it. She said she, she was disgusted by his attitude and his unfaithfulness and his dishonesty. He lied to a judge. And like, you could lie to a judge. If you lie to a judge if you committed like a, a cool crime, like something great. You robbed a bank or something like that, or you're trying to get away from murder, you know, and you're just, what, why, what are we doing here? Just, what are we doing? Poor decision making. Now the NFL and Roger Goodell, it's all in Roger Goodell's hands. What's he going to do? Ah, shit. I don't know. But if he doesn't, if he does do a year, Jimmy Garoppolo, I guarantee you, Cleveland will be on the phone pretty quickly to try to trade for Jimmy. It makes sense. It makes sense. So I, I, I don't know when Roger's going to – I honestly think it's going to be this week. It's got to be this week. You can't you can't drag this out to the season. So I think it's this week, maybe next week, early next week, uh, you know, mid, midway through August or something. But uh, they're appealing. We'll see if the thing is if Watson appeals, he could not play. He could still play this year. They'll take him to court. Whatever, whatever. Maybe it could happen week nine. Maybe all of a sudden week nine or week ten it comes and they suspended and they're you know they're pretty good. They're five wins, six game, six wins in week week ten, eleven, twelve. He gets suspended. It's a season suspension. So it's the rest of the season plus the remainder of games probably equal seventeen, right? So now he's suspended for the rest of the season, the beginning of next season. That's way more fucked. You're way more fucked if you're the Browns. I think you probably are fucked if you're the Browns. Well, the past couple of weeks, wide receivers have been in the news. Debo Samuels, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin. All these guys getting paid, you know, making moves, making strides. Wide receivers getting traded, this and that. And then you look over at Arizona. Well, let's talk about the wide receivers this week these last couple weeks, that have been the headlines. Okay. Well, you got your Deontay Johnson, Pittsburgh Steeler, got paid. Debo Samuel, San Francisco 49er, got paid. DK Metcalf, Seattle Seahawks, got paid. All high-level guys, all good dudes, all great players. All with on, 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 on high-level franchises with high-level coaching staffs. Who is the other wide receiver in the news today? Well, this week, sorry. Hollywood Brown, Marquise. Marquise Hollywood Brown of the University of Oklahoma, former second-round pick by the Baltimore Ravens, for recently just traded for a first-round pick, not just any first-round pick, the 22nd overall pick to the Arizona Cardinals. And what a disastrous, I mean absolutely disastrous offseason Arizona's having. The Kyler Murray issue, he's playing Call of Duty, he doesn't watch film. There's always been questions about your coach. You know, you know, we have questions about the defense. There's defensive question marks. There's wide receiver question marks because Hopkins is out for, for a season. Rondell Moore is a guy that can go. They got offensive weapons and talent. But now, now your wide receiver that you just traded for is getting arrested for speeding? Literally the first week of camp? Now, he got arrested on the 101, going west. Right towards 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 uh, towards Glendale, 
on the right where right where the I-17 connects the 101. I live here. I know where all this is. If you live here, you know what I'm talking about. It's easy to speed. Set up to speed right there on the 101. Cops are always there. They're always looking for you. You always got to be prepared. And I get it. You want to go fast in your sports car. I understand. But 126 mile an hour in what is right now a construction zone at 40 fucking five is insane to me. That is insane. It is irresponsible. And to me, it points out to your franchise and who who sees over you and your coach. Deontay Johnson is a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think that's enough said. Oh, wait, his coach is Mike Tomlin. You see Deontay Johnson doing 126 and a fucking Ferrari on the 101 at 8 o'clock in the morning? Probably late, late for training, late for late for camp? Debo Samuel plays for the San Francisco 49ers. His head coach, Kyle Shanahan. I think those are two high-level franchises, a high-level guy. Debo Samuel not doing nothing. Debo Samuel's holding in. Debo Samuel's like, yeah, I want more money, but I'm going to show up. <laughs> DK Metcalf, same thing. Same thing. Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll. Once again, Hollywood Brown, Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury. There's a difference here, folks. I've been talking, I've been, I've been screaming this. Been screaming this. They are a low-level, low-tier franchise. And when you look at the success of these other players around the league, majority of the time they're on high-tier coaching staffs or franchises. And that's just what it is. It's what it is. The, the Rams. Stafford goes from the Lions, bad coaching staff, bad front office, to the Rams. Amazing coach, amazing front office, and a franchise that really started to build itself over something that has a Super Bowl in its history, that's been to multiple in its history, that's moved, that's tried to be good, that's done everything it's can to be good. Then what happens? He wins a Super Bowl. This Hollywood Brown getting arrested for speeding, to me, points, it, it's, it's, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Drip, 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 drip. Kyler, Hollywood Brown. Questions about Cliff. Questions about everything in, in, on this team. You got talent galore. They really do. They got two tight ends. Their offensive line is kind of coming together. It, if D-Hop gets back, you have D-Hop, Hollywood Brown, and Rondell Moore. That kid, Rondell Moore, by the way, he's good. He's good. I, I like him. That guy, that guy can make plays. On the defense side of the ball, you're still good. Like, this team is not going to struggle on the offensive side of the ball. It, they're not going to struggle to move the ball. But they're going to struggle to be a cohesive unit, in my opinion. You have guys out here getting arrested and playing Call of Duty. It's just... Man, the faucet is just dripping constantly. And it's not it's not shutting off. And then, sorry to top it all off, I just this happened just today. Their running backs coach, the Arizona Cardinals running backs coach, is on a leave of absence because of a domestic de- abuse dispute that he had in May. And we're just hearing about it now. So he's 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 on a he's, he's on a he's on a like indefinite leave. They're other running backs coach. That's a big that's 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 a big position coach to lose. It's not it's not like it's your, you know, assistant offensive line coach, your running backs coach. Getting in domestic debute, d- disputes? This 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 whole franchise, my franchise, in my city that I fucking love, fucking sucks. I mean they the, the it is it is I don't even know if it's a drip anymore. And I honestly I'm curious, not curious, I, I don't even know what the word is to watch them play, to see what they do week one against the Chiefs. 
to see what that first four or five game spread is when you have Chiefs, Raiders, Rams, Niners, Chargers, you know, whatever that crazy stint is, their first five, six games. How are they going to... I just... This team has a chance, like they always do at the beginning of the season, to start, you know, four and one. They also have a chance to start one and four. And I just... I mean, I'm curious. Because if Kyler plays bad, we all get to make fun of him. We all get to say, this guy doesn't study. He's playing too much Call of Duty. He's not doing this. And, and that looks bad on the team. It looks bad on Kyler. And honestly, you go nowhere as a franchise. Mm, not looking good here for the Cardinals. Just not. Let's talk about another wide receiver that is on Debo Samuel's team. Brandon Ayuk. And we're not just talking about Brandon Ayuk. We're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers. Brandon Ayuk last week in practice during a, a live one ones against ones event, team event, a little team scrimmage here. Fred Warner lit up a wide receiver on a crossing pattern, I think. Brandon Ayuk immediately ran over and fucking laid out Fred Warner. Got into a scrum. We were fighting. And then Fred Warner's comments after it to the media was, the defense has been kicking our ass all of OTAs and all of training camp so far. Now that we got the pads popping, someone needs to show them that we mean business. So while Hollywood Brown is getting arrested doing 126, Brandon Ayuk is fighting his team captain for his offense, for his team. This isn't bad. This is a great thing. This is what you want to see. Ayuk's not coming in there, throwing punches, doing low bows. No. He took, he's taking Warner to the ground. He's telling him, get off his, don't, don't, don't fucking touch him like that. You know, we'll fuck you up. We're here to fuck you up. Okay, you've been, you've been doing the dominant, but now it's our turn. That's what you need, especially out of a wide receiver. And Kyle Shanahan has been giving nothing but love to Brandon Ayuk. And this 49er team, this is how they're preparing. And we'll get into Jimmy Garoppolo in a second. Jimmy Garoppolo is a little bit of a separate conversation. But we'll get into Jimmy Garoppolo. This team right now is ready to win a Super Bowl. Let me, ladies and gentlemen, let me repeat that. They are ready, 100%, from coach to offensive line to skill position to defensive players. They are ready to win a Super Bowl. Now, Trey Lance, their quarterback, they took third overall, and not this, not this last year, but two drafts ago. He's the question mark. How is he going to be? I don't really know. But if Trey Lance can just be a top 20 quarterback, this team makes the playoffs. And if he could be a top 15 quarterback, this team can make some noise in the playoffs. This is a this is just a team filled with high quality, great leaders with good with good qualities as men and as players, hard working guys, driven dudes, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa. They they got they got dogs everywhere. Fred Warner, Williams, they got Ayuk, George Kittle. They have they they have leaders. They they have high quality dudes, and they have dogs, all over the place. And they have Kyle Shanahan, leading the charge. This team is ready. They, 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 this is the Super Bowl window. It really is. When you have when you have reports like this coming out, when you have when you have all this, and you know what they've hit on some draft picks. These guys have the attitude for it. They have the playmakers for it. They have the edge rusher for it. They have the coach for it. They have the running game for it. They have the skill position for it. Do they have the quarterback for it? Yet to be seen. But fuck, I'm excited to see what they do. I, I am, as a Cardinals fan, 
I am so pumped for San Francisco 49er football. I am so pumped for San Francisco 49er football. As a Cardinal fan, they're my rival. I don't give a fuck. Because I love Kyle Shanahan. I love, love George Kittle. Love these boys over here. They're just grinders. They're a different type of franchise. Kyle Shanahan brings an old school, but yet a new way of thinking. An old school mentality, but a new way of thinking. Which, I don't even know if that makes any sense. Maybe I'm not coming at it off clearly. I think maybe you understand. But he does. He is Bill Belichick and Bill Parcells. But has the but, but but can manipulate the game and go any step further every every single week like an Andy Reid can can do it. It's 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 pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive, and and the the quality of guys that they they consistently have year in and year out is also very impressive. Keep your eye on the San Francisco 49ers. Might not be this year, but I think in the next couple years, if Trey Lance can become just a top 20 guy, they make the playoffs almost every year. And if Trey Lance can be a top 15 guy, just a top 15, they for sure make the playoffs every year, and they can make noise. Kyle Shanahan can win a quarter, can win a Super Bowl with a top 15 quarterback. He can. Not 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 every coach can. That that and that is that is just a fucking fact. Not every coach can. Kyle Shanahan can, especially with the weapons they got around him. So I, I'm just he's got a physical playmaking guy at at the helm. Can he? Can he? Is, is can he mentally be there? Is he accurate enough? The 49ers are going to be a hell of a watch. A very curious watch. Very okay. This might not be the year, but what are we looking? The 49ers might just be like a. a you're watching them, and you're like, man, they might be really good. But let's look at the future. You're always looking at the future. That could be one of those teams we say it's not this year, but it could be next year. They're coming. Kind of like what what everybody did with Browns and the Baker Mayfield his rookie year. What'd that turn into? He's now on the Carolina Panthers. Okay, in other news, the Miami Dolphins uh, were stripped from their first-round pick in this coming draft and their third-round pick, and I think it was the 2024 draft. That's pretty big. Miami already wasted, not wasted, but Miami already used the first-round pick on Tyreek Hill. And they had this one. Now it's gone, and it's just gone. There is, It doesn't go anywhere. There's going to be 31 picks in this next in next year's draft, only 31. So they just lose it. And that's big. And Steven Ross is also suspended until like October 17th, the owner. This guy, the Miami Dolphins, they got those taken away because of the tampering with Tom Brady in 2019 when he was still with the Patriots and Sean Payton as well for Tom to come over and be the quarterback and and Payton to be the, the coach. And they got dinged. And it seems like Steven Ross always gets dinged. This guy sucks at keeping things on the down low. If you don't think that the tampering happens, if you don't think that other teams are talking to players, if players are talking to other teams before this, you're naive. It happens. But Stephen Ross always seems to get caught. It all he always seems to just he just I, I don't know. He's kind of he seems like an idiot to me. He seems like just an app just a big idiot. I mean come on dude. You're a piece of shit. And and, and you're going around, you're getting caught. I I just it's it's big. This is big for Miami. Uh, it really is. Getting a first round pick stripped and a third round in 2024 stripped, a future pick, that's that's pretty harsh punishment. And you get fined a million dollars. Now getting to find the million dollars when you're a billion dollar company, I understand that. But uh first round pick and a third round pick is that's nothing to, you know, stick your nose up at or anything. That's that's some punishment. And Miami's got some stuff to prove. 
They got a young coach. They got a young quarterback. They got to see if they can do. They've added. They've added some talent around them on the offense and defense side of the ball. <sighs> Miami just always seems to be. There's always seems to be something with the Dolphins. Just seems to be something, and that's that's why they've sucked for so long. That's why they've just been at the bottom of the barrel for such a long time. They just keep looking for the new Dan Marino. It ain't gonna happen. You ain't gonna find them. All right. Well, Kareem Hunt for the running back for the Cleveland Browns. Requested a trade, I believe, yesterday. That's uh, Sunday, I believe. Recording this on a Monday. Monday evening. Late. That's okay. Got a pizza in the oven. I, you know, I like, to, I like to buy... I like to do the cheese. I like to buy... Like, if I'm doing a frozen pizza. You know, I, I, honestly, I am a, a connoisseur of frozen pizza. I think frozen pizza is very underrated. When you buy a nice frozen pizza, I, I like to buy cheese. Preferably, like, maybe Italian style or thinner crust. And then I, ha I add my own pepperonis and sausage, maybe bacon or jalapenos and extra cheese or whatever Italian seasoning, maybe a little garlic, whatever you like to go. That's how I like, personally like to do it. I got one in the oven right now. It's pretty good. You know, this podcast fishing up, get a nice glass of wine, get ready to eat a little food. But Kareem Hunt asked for a trade. Cleveland said no. Kareem Hunt is, well, he's a good, he's a good player. He's a great player. I mean, him and Nick Chubb are probably, arguably, if not even arguably, they're the best, the best running back core in in the NFL. They just are the best one-two bunch in the NFL. He's really good. Nick Chubb is amazing, and Kareem Hunt, honestly, he could be paid a one. Now, does Kareem Hunt want to leave because now he's going on his third season in Cleveland? He just doesn't want to be looked at as a backup. He wants to get paid a number one. Someone go out and pay him, or does he want to leave because things are just getting weird, or getting sticky, and he just doesn't want to be there anymore? I I, I don't really know. But I know he requested a trade, and the Browns said no. Now, if I'm Cleveland, I am definitely 100% calling teams. Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think about Kareem? You know, where where would you, you know, what do you think he'd give us from? You know, ballpark ranges. Let's kind of chop. Let's just talk a little chop shop here. Because Kareem Hunt's a probably probably pretty tasty on the market. Now, maybe you hold on to him a little bit. Let the season start. But in my head, I thought of one. Just because it's directly to do with Deshaun Watson, if if Roger Goodell comes out and does suspend Deshaun for a whole year, well, essentially the Cleveland Browns season is over. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. Jacoby Brissett, you're not winning ten games with Jacoby Brissett, and that wouldn't even get you the playoffs more than likely. But you could win ten, eleven games with Jimmy Garoppolo, and Kareem Hunt would be a nice little trade piece. If you're really desperate and Jimmy's still there, now you'd have to eat the 20 million. Are you gonna do that to save a season? You're already paying him a lot. I mean, you could definitely do that. You get the Kareem money off the books, right? And then you just swap them. Cause I'm I'm telling you, a Kareem Hunt trade, Jimmy Garoppolo for Kareem Hunt, and you would have. I mean, listen, you're, you're like you're gonna have to give the Browns probably like let's do Jimmy Garoppolo and let's say a fifth rounder or a fourth round draft pick for Kareem Hunt. Boom. Both sides get what they what they want. They get, the Niners get to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. They get to add another running back, and adding another running back in Kyle Shanahan's offense is always a nice thing. And the Browns get a quarterback that gets to at least give him a chance at a season. And they just, they just, he just does. Brissett does not. Jimmy does. I think that's a destination depending on the Deshaun Watson, uh, uh, the whatever happens with Deshaun Watson and Roger Goodell. So where's Kareem Hunt going to go? I don't really know. 
not not too sure. He probably stays in Cleveland. I don't know if I'd trade him unless it's something for like that or I need a quarterback to save my, save my season trying to make the playoffs still. Uh, but Kareem Hunt, rest of the trade. Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, and he's fine, and he's throwing at practice. Now, he's not actually in practice. It's so bizarre. There are reports, countless reports out of San Francisco, guys that are going, reporters that are actually going, guys that do podcasts and write papers, columns, going to the practices, seeing Jimmy Garoppolo on the side, on the third practice field with just throwing to training guys, just throwing and helmet and pads, waving at other teammates come by, and then he goes inside, gets a workout, does rebag, and goes home. He's there for like 45 minutes. Jimmy's good. And I said this last week. Come August 10th or 11th, I'm getting antsy if I'm Jimmy Garoppolo. Let me go. And I'm sure maybe now that the NFL is appealing this Deshaun Watson thing, Kyle's going to want to hold on for as long as he can until it happens. And then maybe the Browns do trade for him. And maybe they do get something. Maybe they get a running back. Maybe you get Kareem Hunt. Maybe you trade. Maybe you end up getting Kareem Hunt for Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle would take that in a heartbeat. Kyle would take that in a fucking heartbeat. You had you had Kareem Hunt to his offense with the with the other plethora of running backs that Kyle already has. Beautiful. Makes sense. It would work. Jimmy is good to go. So they're gonna try to wait on, hold and hold on to him, but I don't I just don't know if if the Browns don't trade for him, I don't see another team trading for him. So they're gonna have to cut him. And if that happens, I can see the Browns scooping him up, depending on what happens with the with the Roger Goodell. And here's another team that kind of popped in my head. Yes, Seattle, Seattle, Seattle. But why would Jimmy Garoppolo really want to go to Seattle Seahawks? Unless they're going to pay him a shit ton of money. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo is either going to go to the highest bidder and it's going to be a lot of money, or he's going to go to a place where he can actually play football and play competitive football and have a chance to win football games. How about this one? How about the Pittsburgh Steelers? They 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 get Mitch Trubisky. I think they're only paying him like $2 million this year. Right? Kenny, I think Kenny Pickett, most of his money this year is guaranteed because it's on his rookie deal. He's only getting paid like $6, $7 million. You can bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo on a free agent market for a one-year deal. And now you have a Jimmy Garoppolo, which, let's face it, Jimmy Garoppolo is a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. We've seen Mitch Trubisky. We've seen Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not saying I don't think Mitch could have a good shit shot there in, in Pittsburgh. But why not go after a Jimmy G? And then Kenny Pickett gets to sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo and Mitch Trubisky? He did sit behind a guy that's been to a Super Bowl and two NFC Championship games and has, co- has played with Kyle Shanahan, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, some, Trent Williams, some of the best defensive players in the league, and also Mitch Trubisky has been the multiple playoff games. That's setting up success, in my opinion, for your young quarterback for the next year, where inevitably, where inevitably you let Jimmy Garoppolo go because it's only a one-year deal, one-year $8 million, one-year $10 million. You might have to overpay just a little bit to beat out the market, but he might want to come play for your franchise because you're a winning franchise. You're the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jimmy's already made a shit ton of money. Jimmy might want to build... Uh, listen, I want to prove to these people I can still play. Let's go play for the Steelers. Let's go play for the Steelers for a year. Try to make the playoffs. And then you let Jimmy and Mitch battle it out in training camp. Soon, I mean, as <laughs> that is to say, if, if Jimmy can get to training camp wherever and whatever team he goes to. And then you let Kenny Pickett, the next season, take over. You let Jimmy go. Mitch Trubisky becomes a backup. And he's a solid backup. He is. He's a great backup. He's a guy that you want in your locker room. And then Kenny Pickett takes the reins. And then from that point, you see if Kenny Pickett's the guy. Because you don't, you, don't, you don't sit on Kenny Pickett for two years. You drafted him in the first round. That's a no-no. You don't waste two years out of his five for potential rookie deal. That is not what you do. That is not a Steeler, that's not the Steeler way to do it anyway. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. 
I kind of, after the Kareem Hunt thing, I started thinking, you know, Kareem Hunt, Jimmy Garoppolo trade is a possibility depending on how things go. And if Jimmy gets released, I mean, Seattle sure is an option, and there are some other options maybe. But I think Pittsburgh is also an option, especially if they think Kenny needs to sit a year. Just saying. Just kidding. Just, just some things popping in my head. Just on a Monday night, just talking football. But uh, all right, folks, this is going to do it for me today. Short little 30-minute pod. Nothing to it on a Monday night. Having some internet issues. Actually, the internet's not, like, working at all. Uh, so I'm not actually going to be able to put this up like I normally do. I have to wake up a little bit early in the morning, make sure everything, hopefully the internet's back on. And we'll chop it up, edit it up, and uh, have it out for all your uh, ear balls to listen to. And thank you, everybody, for listening. As always, couldn't do it without you beautiful people. Thank you. Rate, uh, what, what am I saying? Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that nonsense. Appreciate everybody. Have a great week. Peace.